Hello, friends. What up, what up? Hope everyone's doing good out there today. Coming to you on a Sunday afternoon. It is September 26th. Been a minute. It's been a little bit since I've gotten behind the microphone uh, just by myself here, so I figured I'd crank one out for you guys. It's been a little, been a, been a second, so <laughs> been working and shit. Um, you know how that goes, full-time job. It's kind of hard to get this shit in there, but I've been looking forward to doing this one for quite a bit. I actually got a new setup uh, with the equipment here. I got my laptop right here. You guys can probably see that a little bit on the screen, and then uh, pretty much everything, the um, audio interface right in front of me and shit, so... I can actually uh, look at the recording while it's going, um, at least the audio, which is good because obviously I'm still very new at this and there's been some technical difficulties running this thing solo. Um, so I'm trying to, uh, I guess, make it more manageable for myself to be able to track the recording and stuff like that because um, there were, uh, yeah, I tried actually, I tried, um, making an episode, this one, uh, last weekend, uh, for some reason the audio cut while I was like two minutes in, I did not realize it cut, <laughs> and yeah, I basically had to scrap it, uh, which was a bummer, but now I'm able to actually look at it, check on the recording, and shit like that, and since I have the laptop here now, I can actually, you know, look on the interwebs and bring up topics and stuff, so that's cool, um, before... And obviously, I'm recording this thing, the video, on my phone, so can't do it on my phone. So I figured this would be ideal to have it set up like this, um, where I can actually access, you know, information and news and stuff like that. Things you guys actually want to hear about instead of just me rambling about life and stuff. <laughs> I can bring up uh, facts and whatever questions and that pops into my head, which which is cool. So I'm happy about this this new kind of equipment setup. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to be very very careful though with my drinks over here because uh, one wrong move and it all comes tumbling down. Don't want to spill anything. Got to be extremely careful. <laughs> so got my coffee, got my water, I'm ready to go. So um, yeah, guys. Uh, yeah, I do apologize about the technical difficulties that were occurring in, um, what was it, Jake's Jake's podcast? Man, oh, I really fucked that up. Um, the video cut, uh, if you guys go back to that one, um, filmed it a while ago, but uh, yeah, the video cut out for a short brief second, um, a brief second uh, while... Um, it was probably like 45 minutes in and then it cut out at the ending, unfortunately for like four minutes, the video did. Luckily the audio was good, but, um, yeah, that video took a poop. So do apologize about that. Um, but still, still had fun with that one. But again, yeah, I'm completely brand new to all this shit. So still trying to, still trying to work out the nitty gritty stuff in terms of the technical shit. Um, it is not too easy running all of it by yourself, but you know, I do what I can. I do what I can. But in this one, um, let's just cut to the chase, get right into it. Uh, yeah, I wanted to bring this uh, topic up uh, about cryptocurrencies and digital assets. Uh, fair warning before we get into it, really. Uh, this is going to be pretty nerdy shit, um, financial stuff, uh, but 
you know, this topic involves um, very holistic, worldly, uh, kind of big picture um, issues. And I, I like to look at the, you know, I'm really, I'm really interested in like the philosoph- philosophical uh, concepts behind these, these assets and this new uh, form of technology. Uh, so it's, it's, re- it's very intriguing to me. I've just been, um, you know, I'm very new to all of it still. Uh, I, I was introduced to it. Well, I found it, um, uh, myself probably, uh, when was it December of last year, like literally new years of, uh, this past year. So, you know, December of last year, January of this year. So it hasn't been long at all. Uh, I haven't spent, you know, to understand these, these, um, this this new technology and these these concepts it's it's so complicated and there's so many different aspects that go into it that it's i wanted you know i wanted to wait i've been wanting to make a video about this and kind of talk about it and just my ideas around it for a while but i wanted to wait uh until i could actually kind of wrap my head around these things and put words or put put words to my ideas and stuff like that so i was kind of hesitant for a while to to make a video on it and everything, uh, a lot of the media and reporting that's done um, within the space is heavily scrutinized, and um, people are people can be very hostile <laughs> within the within uh, this this new kind of space. At least the people that are into it, it is kind of a uh, it, the whole cryptocurrency and digital assets. Um, you know the, the the whole market, the whole everybody in it. It's kind of like at least from the outside perspective, I think it could be very you know typical to look at it like kind of like a cult um which is funny uh, and then there's like cults within the, the overall cult uh but it's it's pretty crazy um and yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of tension a lot of you know a lot of um a lot of heavy hitting topics that are heavily debated uh, day in and day out uh but it's an exciting time for it and it's very very much needed i believe it's very crucial for for this technology to be implemented uh, within our uh, within our current system uh, to bring more you know power to the people and more uh, liberation with our financial uh, or you know we can become more liberated by using these um, by using blockchain technology and these these tools that these amazing developers are creating uh, you know our 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 finance. Um, our own personal finance can be more liberated because of this technology, which is incredibly. Um, it gives it gives me an incredible sense of hope uh, for the future. Uh, one that uh, a sense of hope that I haven't had actually in uh, a very long time. Uh, you know, since getting out of college and looking at my student debt <laughs> that I have to pay, and uh, just working and stuff like that. You know, I haven't had much um, much to really look at in terms of other ways of, you know, creating uh, more opportunity uh, for my, my wealth to grow and my, my um, you know, what, what I'm making to actually grow and, uh, you know, basically, it, you know, it sounds, it, it sounds, it sounds, and this is probably the case for many other people out there, but, you know, it, it, a person like myself come, uh, just coming out of school, getting all this debt, you know, I, I am looking for other ways that I can, you know, 
get this payment off my chest um, more quickly and more efficiently because there was there's just uh, I, I I didn't see anything I didn't see any other options other than just you know working getting paid paycheck to paycheck and just getting paying it off year by year over the course of like 20 or 30 years or something like that that was I mean that's really kind of the only option that I think a lot of people um, look at and see like okay I guess I got to do this but uh, yes, you know, being coming into this space and the cryptocurrency space and the, and, uh, you know, being introduced to these new types of digital assets has really given me, uh, an, an incredible sense of hope and for the future and for not only my own, um, you know, well-being, but the well-being of people all across the world, because that's what, that's what this does. This is a borderless technology, you know, it's, um, it's a technology that doesn't see race, doesn't see religion, doesn't see, you know, gender. It's uh, it's beautiful. It's uh, <laughs> you can you can give your dog a, a few bitcoins <laughs> or any uh, you know uh, digital asset, and nobody would know. It's just uh, it's it's just basically a number in the system. <laughs> so it's kind of cool. It's and as I'm as I'm rambling about this stuff, I'm. I'm I'm realizing that I'm going down I'm getting down the rabbit hole of where I'm even you know still touchy on the subjects and it's hard for it's hard to I guess put words to these topics and get it out in a clear way so I'm going to try my best to do so uh, but again I'm a complete noob to all of this uh, none of this is financial advice whatsoever uh, again more interested in the philosophical and holistic. Uh, fundamental ideas surrounding this topic that I want to talk about, not so much the technicals and the, you know, I, you know, I, I would of course love, and I'm going to talk about the, inv this investment opportunity being like an investment opportunity for wealth generation, but I don't want to harp on that solely just like, this is going to make us rich. Cause I don't, you know, it's great, but I don't think that's like the overall point of this stuff, I, th I, um, you know, it's, <laughs> it's a great opportunity. That's for damn sure. But there's so much power and so much, um, there's so much good that can come out of this for the entire world. And for people that are in much worse situations than myself, uh, that that's what I really want to focus on. And the, the, just how this changes things, um, truly. But, yeah, again, just want to tell my story a little bit, um, kind of my initial thoughts and ideas about this, this uh, innovative space, exciting, and these exciting times for, um, for blockchain technology and the, the, the developers, everyone involved in it. And I encourage everyone to, you know, everyone that hears this um, or finds this, you know, to look into it. You do, your, do your own research, obviously. Um, I'm, I'm a complete idiot i'm a dumbass uh don't listen to don't listen to what i say i'm just basically you know giving you my own perspective to the best of my ability and i hope it can help you you know and and get you excited about uh what this means for the future what it means for uh the internet what it means for individuals what it means for countries and society as a whole it's uh it's amazing man and it's it's really just completely gotten me obsessed, uh, to be honest. And this is kind of where I guess I'll start, uh, because I have absolutely been completely uh, obsessed with this uh, topic for a while now. And it's 
it's uh it's funny because i haven't had an obsession like this till since i you know um, really got into photography i would say and um excuse me and you know my passion for photography because of course i'm obsessed with that and you know all that shit but that's what it felt like really to me um it was that same kind of feeling of man like i want to every day every day i'm just thinking about it uh every day i want to learn more about it every day i want to do it every day i want to you know be involved with it and yeah man i've just been i've just been completely obsessed with learning about it completely obsessed with listening to the news surrounding it day in and day out uh for the past for this past year uh, so it's been, you know, nine months of that. And, you know, it didn't really kick in fully until March, April for me. Um, so my story, again, and I'm going to re- reiterate, uh, as you'll find, because I am a dumbass, <laughs> um, my introduction to cryptocurrency and blockchain for full transparency, full disclosure, I completely FOMO'd in, uh, bought the top at Bitcoin, on Robinhood of all platforms, I know, I know. Uh, for anyone who knows anything about um, this, this, uh, you know, this space and cryptos and blockchain, that's the last thing you want to do um, <laughs> is purchase an asset on Robinhood uh, in terms of the the ownership properties of that asset. But that's another topic. Uh, so yeah, FOMO'd in. Back when it was peaking, Bitcoin was peaking out at around 64000 Pretty sure I just bought like 200 bucks. Um, figured it was going up, as always. Uh, that's And that's and that's what's funny, man. That's a, that's a story for, mo- you know, so ma- the majority of people, I would say, um, within uh, cryptocurrency who are, who have been in this space. You know, you'll hear that story over and over and over. Uh, yeah, you know, I FOMO'd in, uh, g- got it absolutely wrecked. <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, uh, luckily I was, uh, one of those people who saw, uh, who, you know, I wasn't, you know, I, when it crashed after the FOMO, um, and so the cycle, this, this past year, this cycle has been kind of like it, uh, Bitcoin, the whole market was pretty much peaking out, um, back in March, April-ish, uh, and then took a massive nosedive, um, so it's, uh, it's, and it's been like that ever since the past couple weeks, kind of been heading back up, but, uh, so yeah, that, that, uh, initial FOMO got me in, everyone was talking about it, obviously, uh, news was going crazy, everyone thought it was going to 100k or more, and then boop, as, as she goes, she goes down, so, uh, <laughs> it, it, uh, it is what it is, though. but uh, luckily, again, uh, I was one of those ones who was, who got very intrigued by, uh, the technology behind it and the 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 impact that it's having um, on the world today, and that it has that the impact that it's had uh, since its inception in two thousand nine, January third, two thousand nine, I believe it was. Um, let's see. Now that I have a computer here, I can actually look up when was Bitcoin created. Two thousand nine, on the heels of the economic recession. And, uh, yeah, so created 2009, and it's been here for 11 years. Jesus, mass, quick mass. It's been here for over a decade. (laughs) 
Um, and it's, you know, taken like a joke, taken like a joke when it first started. Uh, not really so much today, but the point of it, the point of that um, whole spiel is that, you know, obviously Bitcoin was the first and it's what attracts a lot of, you know, just people who don't know much about cryptocurrency and digital assets. It's the one thing that they hear about the most, um, that and Ethereum. And most people get it, I would, I would say, and I'm just making assumptions here generally, but I think it's very, there's a consensus that that's what gets most people in is Bitcoin and, you know, the FOMO and all that, um, and FOMO, fear of missing out for those who haven't have been living under a rock for the past 10 years. So, but that was the start, 2009. And what that has done is created, you know, the since the creation of Bitcoin, Satoshi Nakamoto, the whole history behind that, the anonymous, anonymous creator uh, who most people think... Uh, I would say has actually died, um, but nobody knows for sure. Uh, but that technology has created a whole e- ecosystem and has given birth to new ideas and um, and new projects and new ways of inno- new ways of innovating. And, and Bitcoin has given birth to t- tens of thousands of different uh, cryptocurrencies, and most of them are shit. But uh, a small fraction of them are beautifully designed and have incredible power and do things that you, you really can't even... It's hard to put into words the types of things these cryptocurrencies do in terms of the technology and in terms of... And that's why I'm so adverse to really kind of talking about the technicalities behind it all because I it's so hard to understand uh, unless you're actually... You know, unless you have some coding background, unless you have some developer background or, you know, anything like that. Uh, but I've been trying to learn and trying to be able to talk about it. So, but what, again, coming back, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, so many new projects and, and um, new, new cryptocurrencies have been developed in the past 10 years since Bitcoin. And all of them are the good ones serve different purposes it's kind of like uh they're digital tools it's the digital toolbox basically these cryptocurrencies they all kind of serve different functions or uh you know they they try and meet uh they try and solve different problems throughout the world and throughout uh you know just society uh each one of these is taking uh it's trying to solve a specific problem and doing it the best that the best that they can these these developers and these projects and uh Basically, it's 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 beautiful because what it does is it allows people to have a choice between or another option, a choice and another option between the tra- traditional financial system, which uh, has been eroding for the past hundred years and has been you know just blown up uh, over the past five years, past ten years since the uh, economic recession back in two thousand eight and two thousand nine or two thousand seven and two thousand eight. Uh, and it's just, it's come to the forefront of everybody's mind, I think, and it's such, you know, the economy and, you know, the banks and all this shit, and, you know, these these cryptocurrencies have been, you know, since Bitcoin, um, 
these cryptocurrencies have been evolving and have been progressing and they're taking the world by storm truly but it still is kind of the world's best secret i think uh i'm still astounded how how this stuff is really not that well known about you know the cryptocurrency space is very much so in uh in a uh, what's it called in a uh, echo chamber uh you know, after you've been involved with it for 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 some time, and you've been you've spent time researching it, uh, and uh, you know, I spend a lot of time just on YouTube, just kind of you know listening to other podcasters, other YouTubers talk about it. That's where I get a lot of my information from and a lot of my education from. But you find that uh, it is truly an echo chamber, and that you think uh, after being in it for some time that you know there are tons of people that are involved, and there are. Uh, there are tons of people that are involved and do know about it, but it's a fraction of, you know, the world's population. A small, small fraction. Very, very tiny. Uh, let's actually look that up. How many people in the world own crypto? Okay, that's Americans. I want to know how many people in the entire world, because Americans do own quite a bit. Uh, uh, let's see. Jesus, this is just giving me. This is an interesting day. It's giving me country by country, but well. Okay, so um, I let's see for this website. Uh, triple dash a dot io slash crypto ownership the first one that first ones that pops up by on google um they're they're saying over 300 million plus crypto users worldwide north america 28 million south america 24 million europe 38 asia 160 jesus um 160 million oceana so like australia uh 1 million africa 32 million um but 300 million plus people so let's just say 300 million uh we so as of 2021 we estimated global global crypto ownership rates at an average of 3.9 percent so yeah like four percent of people in the entire world um own cryptocurrency or digital asset uh and they're saying yahoo.com is saying 14 percent of americans own crypto right now for the 14 percent of america but that guys that's still just like i mean that's really nobody it's not i mean it's getting there by all means from what it was but it's still, I think, one of the best damn kept secrets of our time. And you got to wonder, like, why don't people, why are people, why don't people know? Like, why, why hasn't this, um, you know, why hasn't this, you know, already taken over the entire world? And man, like, after you guys, if you guys get into this stuff, you start to see the patterns of, you know, uh, of uh, just FUD. Uh, the media, since this, the the you know the basically the the moving of the chess pieces with all of these uh, people at the top um, trying to essentially you know I mean when Bitcoin was first created it was only thought to have been you know used by criminals or it was basically the 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 premise behind it and you know as essentially what what I think excuse me what I think. And I generally, what went the idea of it when it first came, you know, came to fruition in two thousand nine, Bitcoin. 
most people thought it, or that it, you know it's fake money not used by criminals scammers um and you know it was of course but that cash is too you know the US dollar cash cash is by far the most you know the one most uh the uh because it's the it's the most you know criminally used asset in the world cash you know paper bills um because it's private you know you you can't track it really um between person to person uh, you know, you know, you think about sending money online uh, can be tracked through, you know, you know, I don't know, like IP addresses and you know your email and all that shit. You have to give up a lot of your data. You know, you when you send when you're sending funds online, it can be very easily tracked. Uh, if if somebody wants to know where you're sending funds and who it's going to, where it's coming from, you know, people can figure that out. The people that are at the top, you know, dealing with all this stuff. But cash, paper cash, beautiful thing about the beautiful thing about paper cash is that it's private, right? It's paper. There's nothing attached to it. It's just you know, it's a transaction form. It's it's a it's a transfer of, of uh, it's a transaction. It's a way of transacting. Uh, you know, everybody has assigned that these paper bills have a certain value to them. Everybody knows that. It's been agreed upon. It's been the it's been the thing for. The past century, the past few centuries, uh, and then you know, just this past century, we had the introduction of plastic money, credit cards, debit cards, and all these cards, right? And that's when you know everything starts entering the realm of digital stuff, right? And then we have, uh, then we have just all of this tracking information, all this data getting you know stolen, or I guess not. I don't know, all of the data from people online um, using using the World Wide Web. You know, it, once money moved digital, it, was, it, became, it became so easy to just track it, to, uh, to do whatever you want, to launder it, to, you know. And with the recession that came 10 years ago, and again, I don't know. I don't know too much about it. I was literally like twelve years old, uh, twelve, thirteen. I don't fucking know. But it, I mean, it's complicated. But essentially, people lost trust in the banks, right? It's 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 absolutely insane. Uh, and that was kind of a buildup. I think that was a a, a thing that was building up. You know, over time, you know, the system, the system is flawed. And most, I think most people know that, like the financial system is flawed. Most people, I think, know that. And the problem is it's just so damn big to fail now, right? It's the way that things have been. It's been like this for so long and everybody has just kind of fallen into this trap, uh, and for the longest time, it looked like there was no goddamn way out, and we just had to rely on the government to keep printing, printing the the, the fucking the shit out the window, printing money out the window, like just it's absolutely insane. And I mean, the system is so flawed that people at the top, people in government, they don't even know how to fucking fix it, like. They don't even know. They and it's 
and it's almost like they don't even care. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. And I think people started to really realize it, you know, in its full extent when the economy collapsed 10 years ago. And since then, I mean, nothing's really changed. Nothing's really fucking changed. They're ki- they're kicking the fucking can down the road in terms of this problem, right? I mean, it's so fucking big. The problem is so fucking huge. The scale of it is so fucking huge that to fix it, you have to fund a, you have to change everything f- f- from the foundation, right? Everything that these banks have built, everything you know, the, the highway of the financial system is decaying. It's been decaying. It's been rotting and for, for, for decades now. And there's no, there's no, there hasn't been a way out until now, right? The invention and the, the innovation of blockchain technology as a peer-to-peer system. What the fuck? Let's actually read, okay? Uh, Bitcoin white paper. (laughs) And guys, this isn't just all about Bitcoin. Okay, I'm not a fucking Bitcoin maxi. Um, But the point of this episode is that, I mean, it's hard not to talk about this stuff without, you know, referencing Bitcoin because, and especially this being the first podcast that I've really talked about it in terms of blockchain as a whole, uh, it's very difficult not to talk about it without talking about Bitcoin. Uh, and there's so many other, there's so many other cryptocurrencies, so, you know, so many other digital assets and tokens and different projects doing very, very cool things and absolutely, you know, changing the world. Uh, and I do plan on, you know, talking about those more in depth and, you know, specific projects maybe if I, if I want to. But, uh, you know, Bitcoin was the start of it and uh, the philosophy behind it. And, you know, it's the foundation of uh, cryptocurrencies as a whole. You know, everything was kind of, everything was, every cryptocurrency that has really been developed since Bitcoin has has looked at Bitcoin, the white paper, what it's done, um, what it, you know, and have have kind of used used the foundations of Bitcoin as uh, at least have implemented the foundations and kind of the ideas behind Bitcoin into their own cryptocurrencies in some way. And I'm referencing like the developers and. The, these new cryptocurrency projects and those teams. Uh, you know, everybody is kind of, I want to say that, uh, and again, I'm generalizing, but, you know, most cryptocurrencies have used Bitcoin in some way as um, a platform to build off of, uh, as a starting point to build off of, right? Uh, and that's what it's all about. That's what these open source platforms is, are about. It's about collaboration, teamwork, uh, and 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 the the you know the push to move forward and innovate for the good of the people um, and it all started with bitcoin so um hang on let me get a little bit a little bit of medicine <laughs>
All right, I've got the Bitcoin white paper pulled up. And guys, again, I highly recommend that you, I highly encourage you to really look into this stuff um, and, and, and start with Bitcoin. You know, it's, it's what I started with. It's, it's what got me into it. Um, and it's the most, it's the first. So we have the most history uh, to go off of behind it, right? It's been around for, for you know, the longest period of time. And it survived. It's clearly, um, it's clearly changed the world. It's clearly uh, completely revolutionized uh, the financial the um, the new financial system, and it's completely you know taking over the old financial system. Um, that's a fact. But I would highly encourage you to you know look at this stuff, uh, look at Bitcoin, look at you know. Just kind of get into it. Just get involved. Um, it's extremely interesting. And to me, um, you know, I've never, I've never really been like a crazy technical person. Uh, I do a lot of mapping work in my, in my job. Um, so that is technical, but I've never been like a coder, like a really good coder, or anything. Yeah, I was introduced to like Python and stuff in school, but I it was hard. It was really hard to understand for me, and um, never been really much of a like truly technical person. Uh, I like to work with my hands and get outside and and all that stuff. But um, you know, I'm still you know I'm still <laughs> I'm still very, you know I would still say that I'm very you know. Uh, I can understand this stuff and I, I think everybody can if, if they just read about it and get educated and, edu- and educate themselves, you know, and I could, you know, anybody can, if you apply yourself, you can do anything, man. Like, uh, I, if I ever wanted to like do coding someday, which I don't think I will, um, that doesn't really interest me to code, um, I like more visual things, but, um, you know, I, if, you know, I'm sure that if I applied myself and learned about it and learned how to do it, there's tons of, you know, free courses out there and stuff. I would be able to do it. Um, and I think, you know, edu- anybody can educate themselves on anything. It's just how much time do you want to put into it? Right. <laughs> how much do you want to dedicate yourself? But let's read this white paper, at least the, uh, first, few sentences of the abstract because uh you know this is history guys this is this is this is where it all started uh this white paper right here it's just an idea it was just an idea that satoshi nakamoto had and the story behind satoshi nakamoto is also very very interesting very interesting not going to get too much into it but essentially it's an uh, uh, that's a pseudonym, right? I think that's the word for it, but uh, nobody knows who he is or she or them. <laughs> um, you know, it's believed to have been possibly a group of people um, that developed Bitcoin and created it and released it upon into the world. But nobody knows. Um, a lot of people just think this, you know, this person uh, could be dead. Um, so I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, look into that story too about the creator, Satoshi Nakamoto. 
there was actually just, there was recently, a few weeks ago, there was a statue uh, erected in his uh, or her or them <laughs> name <laughs> um, in, uh, where was it? Big Satoshi. Statue. Satoshi. Jesus, I can't spell. It was erected in Budapest. Or uh, wait. Budapest, Hung er, Hung Hungary. 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 Um, yeah, it kind of looks cool. I don't know. But, okay, this this few sentences the white, the white paper here. So, Bitcoin, a peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash system. Satoshi Nakamoto. And he's got his email here. www.bitcoin.org. Abstract. A purely peer-to-peer -peer version of electronic cash would allow online payments to be sent directly from one party to another without going through a financial institution. Digital signatures provide part of the solution, but the main benefits are lost if a trusted par third party is still required to prevent double spending. We propose a solution to the double spending problem using a peer-to-peer -peer network. The network timestamps transactions by hashing them into an ongoing chain of hash-based proof-of-work, forming a record that cannot be changed without redoing the proof-of-work. The longest chain not only serves as proof of the sequence of events witnessed, but proof that it came from the largest pool of CPU power. As long as a majority of CPU power is controlled by nodes that are not cooper cooperating to attack the network, they'll generate the longest chain and outpace attackers. The network itself requires minimal structure. Messages are broadcast on a best effort basis, and nodes can leave and rejoin the network at will accepting the longest proof-of-work chain as proof of what happened while they were gone. And now that's a lot. Um, it might sound like just a humble jumble of uh, code link, code or words and shit, but, you know, basically it's saying, and I think the big thing here is this third-party stuff. Digital signatures provide, provide part of the solution, but the main benefits are lost if a trusted third party is still required to prevent double spending. That third party, and that's this whole thing, a peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash system. Peer-to-peer, -peer, right? From one person to another, no third party. And that's what this does, right? It eliminates the banks. It eliminates that third party. It eliminates somebody holding your money. It eliminates that. It's a peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash system. Cash. What was I just saying about cash, right? It was the most, you know, uh, it, it, it's anonymous. It's it's private. It's private. Um, it's, uh, and this is highly debated. Again, this is this is stuff that is highly, highly debated. In terms of what Satoshi actually meant for Bitcoin, what his overall envision was for it, it's highly debated, right? People have their ideas, people have their conspiracies, speculations, all that. But the point is, it is a platform of trust, and that's the big thing. It's a platform of trust. It, it allows people 
to trust and verify that what I'm sending you is true, right? That what I have in my wallet is true and verifiable, and I'm sending it to you, and that's true and verifiable. It's a network of trust. That's all it really is. And it's open, right? Everybody can see everything. Uh, but nobody knows who exactly who is. I mean, it's just everybody just has their little address. You just have an address, uh, just a culmination of words and letters. And that's you on the blockchain. Nobody knows who the fuck you are. There's no email associated. There's no KYC, know your customer. There's no nothing. But everyone can verify that this person or dog or alien, <laughs> whatever, this entity that was on the, on the blockchain that had this amount of funds, verifiably sent that amount of funds to this address and it was confirmed by the blockchain, by the proof of work system that Bitcoin has, and that's what it does. I mean, it's 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 bringing a secure, verifiable, private, in terms of your identity, and borderless platform of trust onto the mainframe of the internet right it's it's within the internet it lives within the internet at least, at least that's kind of how i view it it's 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 just code and everything but it lives in there it's 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 got a heartbeat it's beaten every 10 minutes those miners they're mining and the soul of bitcoin beats every 10 minutes and it pumps out more and it can't be, you know, it, it, the the other part of it is there will only be so many. And there will, and I think this is also a huge, this is one of the biggest things, right? You know, there is there is a, a shit ton of manipulation within this market and within this ecosystem because it's brand new. Uh, it's just a little baby in terms of this market. Uh, completely new. And it can be easily manipulated. And big money can easily manipulate it. They can, and that's the volatile. That's the volatility of it all. That's the risk with all this. But if you see the writing on the wall, it shouldn't scare you. The volatility of the market shouldn't scare you if you see what it all does. If you see where this is going, because even though the market can be manipulated in such a, such a intense way uh i mean the swings are insane but even though the market itself can be manipulated the the cryptos the cryptocurrencies and the the digital assets behind the market that are within the market those things in themselves i mean they can't really be manipulated i obviously you know the community plays a role in the development of a project and the developers and the team have a very, very uh, large say in what happens with each project, but the tokenomics and the intrinsic, or I guess the tokenomics and the, the, the properties of these digital assets, uh, you know, they're not, 
they're not changing. They're not, and if they are changing, it's it's by consensus. It's by everybody has agreed. Everybody within the network has agreed that this change is needed and it's wanted. Um, there's no, you know, there's no, uh, you know, and I should say, you know, some projects are, you know, have kind of a a weaker system, a weaker, you know, uh, way of kind of governing things and they don't you know they probably don't involve the community as as much but i think the really powerful projects and uh, cryptocurrencies really you know their 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 uh their protocols and their governance is really influenced by the whole the community as a whole right and that's how it should be it shouldn't be you know the few people at the top controlling everything it should be Everyone, everyone has a say. It, everything, everyone's, everyone's voice matters, right? And if you can, can come to an overall consensus with everyone participating, that's good. That's good. Uh, you don't want, you know, a few people at the top controlling everything. And again, kind of going back to the properties of these digital assets and cryptocurrencies, you know, there's only so many. There's only, and some, some do have inflation models, you know, um but there were there a lot of these a lot of these things there will only be so many and unlike the the US dollar where the fed and the treasury and all that they can you know this past year we've seen the infrastructure bill right an enormous amount of print the most the most printing that's ever been done by the fucking fed it's absolutely fucking insane man like, if you aren't seeing this, wake the fuck up, dude. Wake the fuck up. This shit is fucking scary, bro. And if you don't take this fucking shit seriously, you fucking should, because this is your goddamn life, and this is your fucking children's lives. I mean, the infrastructure bill and the printing that's been fucking going on to fucking kick this goddamn financial can down the road and put the problem off for another fucking ten years... It's still happening, and the Fed has committed to fucking printing more, to going through with all of it. I mean, let me bring up a fucking, and just even, well, I'm, you can you can tell that I'm, <laughs> I get passionate about these things, guys. Like, this shit, this shit is real. All right, Fed commits to, inflation, where is it, where is it? <coughs> There was a recent article um let's see here CNBC All right, all right. Hang on guys. All right, so I think this is the article I want. You know, I'm not even going to fucking touch on this, I don't think, because... Came under fire. Um, Basically, what's going on, guys... Is that the feds have committed to just keep fucking printing money? 
Um, and it's fucking ridiculous. I can't fucking find it. Uh, and again, this shit is fucking confusing, so I, I'm still just trying to understand what the fuck is happening in the world. Um, essentially the Fed is not doing shit. Government's not doing fucking shit. They're just going to keep printing fucking money. Okay. And every year your fucking value of the the dollars you hold in your fucking bank account is going to go down. And it may be good for some years, but it's going to be shitty for most of them. And it's only going to get fucking worse unless some radical change happens and we need it. And blockchain is doing that. Cryptocurrency is doing that. Wake up your fucking... Like, wake the fuck up. Shit pisses me off. But seriously, guys. Uh, this is this is the only fucking hope we have <laughs> in terms of the financial system. Uh, and, I mean, it's been looking good. Like, the innovation is insane. The, the, the amount of things that are happening in this space... Uh, week by week is unprecedented. The speed at which innovation is occurring in blockchain and cryptocurrency is just fucking demolishing the traditional financial system. I mean, the traditional finance cannot move fast, and they're going to get run over by this shit. And if you're not ready when that fucking train hits, get out the fucking way, because it's... It's going to hit fucking hard. Um, and that's what I really wanted to just kind of bring to the forefront here is that you can't be scared. Okay? You can't be scared about this about these things. Uh, the traditional financial system has has made the rich richer. And has made the poor poor. It has cost lives. It has... It has put people in power, in positions of power, where they can commit mega crimes and not be brought to justice. The traditional financial system is fucking shit. Okay, I mean, I'm a taxpayer. I'm gonna fuck my pay my. I would. I am proud to be a fucking American. I'll pay my fucking taxes. Okay, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a fucking problem with that. Okay, I I am happy to live here, um, and I will pay whatever they think is due to just keep my shit and keep living. But. I'm looking at places outside of the U.S. I'm looking at countries and people outside of the U.S. El Salvador. El Salvador, a country, has just adopted Bitcoin as legal tender. What does that mean? That means that every vendor in El Salvador has to accept Bitcoin as a payment. And it's historical. Uh, it's the first country that has done so. And good for fucking them. Because 
it's the first, and it by far will not be the last. And they have absolutely made history by doing this. The Bitcoin law was passed by the Legislative Assembly of El Salvador on the 8th of June, 2021, giving the cryptocurrency Bitcoin the status of legal tender within El Salvador after the 7th of September, 2021. It was proposed by President Nayib Bukele. And today is September 26th, so it has been of the status of legal tender for about two weeks now. Amazing. I mean, guys, this is going to be fucking hit, written in the history books um, in terms of finance. <laughs> and just looking at news articles, I mean, the FUD is, and the, 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 just the news articles on this shit is insane. It's just fucking, and this is the other thing, guys. The media will fucking scare you to staying the fuck out of this because they know that this shit is going to change everything. And I think this is another reason why that it's the world's truly the world's best kept secret. And it has been for quite some time now. But everyone deserves to know what the fuck is going on. Uh, let me read you some of these fucking shitty-ass news articles about this shit. El Salvador making Bitcoin legal tender. Because this should be celebrated. I mean, this should be celebrated. Um, this is a country taking an enormous risk. Uh, and this is a president, President Nayib Bukele, who is standing up for its citizens. You know, And maybe he doesn't... I don't know. I don't know the mind of this guy. Maybe he doesn't even realize what this really means. But, I mean, what he's doing is truly amazing what this this country is doing by taking this risk and setting the precedent for bitcoin i mean it's it's only the start and other countries are going to look to el salvador as an example and as uh, a starting point a and a true uh inflection point of history <laughs> fucking they got these fucking El Salvador's, El, Salvador's, El Salvador's adoption of Bitcoin as legal tender is pure folly. Why El Salvador, El Salvador is botching its Bitcoin experiment. Fucking kidding me, dude. It's just shit. Like, why would you not... El Salvador botches Bitcoin adoption. Like, fuck you. Why would you write shitty... Like... The media will fuck you up, guys. Find people in the space that will educate you and give you a good perspective and kind of a, a, a holistic perspective on this space. Because this is truly a human. This is truly a human cause. Like, even though all of this seems very technical, this changes the world. This changes the. This brings everything onto a level playing field, or it has the possibility of doing so. But there is so much shit out there, uh, you can't be scared. Take the leap of faith like I did. Again, not financial advice, but if you want another option and if you want a choice about your future, I highly suggest that you take a look at these things and you become educated on these things. And maybe you maybe you'll become just as obsessed as I am about these things, because they are very powerful and they are going to change the world. They're going to change everything. They're going to change how people think about the world, and how people think about other people. 
and how people think about technology and what it can do for humanity. And hopefully, it can do good. With these inventions, I think we're I think there is a lot of hope to be had for the future in terms of the change that we can implement. And everyone can be a part of that. Everyone can do their part in this space. Uh, everybody matters within this space. Uh, it's not too late to get involved, man. Don't be scared. Uh, just educate yourself. Take the time you need. Uh, and, yeah, don't be scared. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's exciting. And it's given me a lot of hope and a lot of passion to learn more about it. And I'm going to keep doing so. But, yeah, guys, I think I'll wrap it here. I've talked enough about it for now. Uh, yeah, I want to talk about this more, though. So expect me to maybe rant about it a bit more in the future. Uh, but hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, again, get educated, man. That's all I'd like you guys to do. Uh, but it's, it's given me a lot of hope and passion to talk about it. And I'm happy to bring my ideas on here and share them with you guys. So, again, hope you enjoyed. Uh, yeah, guys, peace out. Catch you later.